0: the draft Society.com
1: presents a premier league draft fantasy podcast welcome to the key pass collective Your exclusive source for the information, analysis, and advice you need to dominate your fantasy leagues.
0: Come on in. We've been expecting you.
1: Draft heads, what is happening? Welcome back to the KPC. My name is Joe Williams. I'll be your host here for this particular episode. Welcome in to those who are with us live. What is going on? Already seen some comments from Josh, from Tom, uh, from Omar. What's going on, everybody? Somebody named Andrash. Um, I yeah, I'm not recognizing that name, but uh (laughs) welcome in. How's everybody doing? Uh, thanks for everybody who's kicking it with us live. If you are listening to the live, or sorry, if you're listening to the podcast version, uh, the audio companion, consider joining us live sometime. I mean, it's a great time. Uh, we usually record Wednesdays 5:30 Eastern. So if you have a chance ever, hit us up, join us live. Um, it's a good time, and you can hit us up with uh, comments and questions in the chat. Um, Peltier, what's going on? Uh, yeah, just how's it going, everybody? All right. Uh, so reminder. Keep Collective is the audio companion to the Draft Society website. What is the Draft Society? Um, basically, it's going to be your one-stop shop for all of your draft needs. Just literally everything you could possibly need. Um, we've got rankings. We've got weekly articles. We've got players for you to pick up. We've got um, just all of it. Um, a new weekly recap uh, article from Draft Genie that he's been uh, churning out that has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, And I don't know why we hadn't thought about this earlier. It's just great. There's so much good stuff on there. Um, but let me go into that just a little bit further real quickly here. And um, then we'll get off to the show here. So one thing that you can also find on our website is what's called the Inner Circle. And that is kind of our subscriber only section. Um, we are an independent fantasy football website. So if you guys would be just consider uh, supporting us, we would deeply appreciate it. And we love... The community and everybody who already supports us, you guys are insanely amazing. Um, we do this for you. But um, you can do, get the season pass that will include the fantasy toolkit, uh, or you can get the monthly pass that um, will get you basically everything else, fantasy toolkit aside. So what is the fantasy toolkit? Literally, it's it's an app. We have an app that will streamline the way that you pick up waiver wire pickups, um players that you add on your team. It's going to give you a fixture difficulty tracker that's customizable. Um, It's going to uh, give you trade uh, evaluations. So it's going to give you literal like uh, number values for your trade and whether or not you're winning or losing a trade, you can input um, which players you would be receiving and sending away. It's pretty great. So one of the reasons to, to go ahead and subscribe if you don't already, but Fantasy Toolkit, we're pretty proud of it. DraftLad has put in a lot of work for that. So if you get the season pass, you'll get that. Um, Otherwise, everybody in the inner circle gets weekly rest of season player rankings, player points projections every single week, sortable consensus ranks. We put those out basically every international break during the season. Um, Extra articles weekly, including Ryan's Ghost Point Tracker article, Set Piece Taker Tracker, which we'll talk a little bit about today, Um, Fix Your Difficulty Tracker access to our Discord, confidential trade advice, its a whole lot more. It's just, it's it's awesome. There's a lot there. Check it out. Um, We think it's a really good value. Today on the KPC, oops, I didn't update that slide. Let me tell you more about that. Today on the KPC, um, we are going to, yeah, it's, sorry, school started, I should mention. School started. Um, So I'm back doing teacher in-service training. And um, if I'm a little bit flighty, that's why. But, um, okay, today on the KPC, we're going to be doing our fantasy fake fantasy for real. It's back. So we'll talk through that, some of the uh, players who've been in good form, and whether or not we think that's going to continue. Uh, We will also be doing a a little quick question about some transfers and transfer uh, rumors and gossip going on. And if we're interested in any of those players, that won't last too long, but that's going to be the first thing we tackle. Then we'll tackle kind of game week three streamers slash stashes. Uh, and finally, we've got a few listener slash Twitter questions that we want to get to because um, you guys have responded. We asked for questions and you got you got back to us, which was amazing. So that is essentially what uh, what we're going to be doing today. First, let's go ahead and bring in um, just a really fantastic individual, um, you have probably heard his voice on this very podcast once, on this very podcast channel multiple times, because we have um, also hosted several of his uh, Inside Tracks podcasts. And then hopefully you've heard his voice on his own Banta Boys podcast, because if you don't subscribe to that, you need to be doing that immediately. So let's go ahead and bring in Sanji. Sanji, what's going on? How are you doing, man? Um, tell us how are things going over at Banta Boys. You guys recorded last night, yeah?
0: Yeah, uh, I was up till two thirty a.m. I'm tired <laughs> as hell. Um, got over Is, my it worth it? Though. is that even uh, worth it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, for our community, it always is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let alone like today, I was at lunch with my coworkers, and somebody slid into my DMs on Twitter and was like. Hey, I came across your podcast. Uh, it's been a massive help uh, this summer. Really love your content. And it's just moments like that, messages like that randomly that kind of keep pushing you to go through like, you know, phases of ex- exhaustion or yeah. very little sleep and it's it's absolutely rewarding um just being able to help every single person. Uh, hello to everybody in the chat. How are you doing Yeah, guys? yeah.
1: You <laughs> dude, you inside you're inside tracks. You covered literally every single team. Um, and got a fan of that team to come
0: on the podcast um how does it feel to have that done and dusted (laughs) honestly i genuinely thought we were going to struggle this season um let alone find a Luton fan of all people as (laughs) well i know Um, i know and we found that before we, we found other clubs uh it it came down to the wire like it did last season um didn't give up honestly just kept Messaging people, kept hoping, kept praying, just kept retweeting, like just kept trying, right? Uh, Just like that never say die attitude. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad we got it, got it over the line, um, pulled it off. Uh, I think we, I mean, just based on like the, the listen count and stuff of that. Yeah. I was blown away by, by the reception that we got for it. Uh, But listen, uh, I'm just glad as long as it helps people, people enjoyed it. I'm just here to entertain, man.
1: Yeah yeah i love it man i love it all right let's go ahead and bring in ryan ryan what's going on man
2: better late than never sorry about that
1: (laughs) no no you're fine you're fine
2: long day yeah how are things things are good things are good okay yeah getting getting ready to cross the pond on saturday
0: so yeah buddy yeah, yeah. T- yeah. T-
1: tell the listeners about about any of your plans, and and are there opportunities to have a pint?
2: There are. Um, so I'll be hitting London on Friday. Scotty um, will be joining Sanji, of course, is a resident. Um, Going to try and go to a meetup on Friday night, uh, probably to see the Luton uh, West Ham game. And oh then... God, I'm so jealous. Sanji, Toddy, Robbie, and I are going down south to Brighton for Brighton Newcastle on Saturday, oh. and then trying to get tickets uh, Arsenal Man United on Sunday. God, my FOMO is at an all time high right now. This is
1: this is wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can't wait. <laughs> oh man! So if listeners want to want to hit you up in like DMs or whatever and see if you're you're around for a pint, they should do that.
2: Yeah. Anybody in London on uh, next Friday night? Beautiful. I love it, man. Are you guys going to see Robbie at
1: all? Oh, yeah, God. he's
2: coming to Brighton with us. Okay.
1: that's Oh, God, that's great, man. Yeah, that's he's, awesome.
2: He's the one that actually sorted out the tickets and everything. Apparently, he went to uni down there. Oh, big, it's
1: a little, big, it's a mini draft it's a to Palooza. Deal.
2: This is awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. Beautiful.
1: I'll I'll be there next time, guys. I promise. I wish school yeah. wasn't starting literally in five days or whatever.
2: <laughs> I was going to ask you know, when school starts. It must be yep. since or so next Monday. Week. Monday oh, man. Yeah. and we're
1: in, in service this week. So yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a tough one, but uh, yeah. Bad
2: timing. Nice yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: It happens. It happens. All right, let's dig in. Otherwise people are going to start leaving. Okay. <laughs> um, so I want to talk new transfers guys. This will be just kind of a quick question. Um, if you will, I mean, uh, there's not a whole lot to really break down here. Um, but first of all, are there any new transfers or, or new transfer activity or rumors that you're keeping a keen eye on? Like any, guys who are rumored or or new signings um since we last spoke that uh that you like that you're thinking might deliver for fantasy value
2: um so the big ones i I mean i guess they go into two categories two uh one is the you know good good players that are might get a, a transfer within the league your you know balligans um I don't count Lukaku in there. Sanji, I don't know if you <laughs> Sanji, I was, I was gonna pick right? on on the man. <laughs> well, I'm glad I preempted it then. Um, so so those guys that you know you've been stashing, uh Callum Hudson Adoy, every yeah, Chelsea cast off. Um and then yeah, I think the big new signings have gotta be at least at this point. Um Kudus looks like he's heading to West Ham. And then, of course, Doku going to Man City. Um, I still think, and I don't know if you guys agree or disagree, but I still think Chelsea's going to buy somebody a forward. I can't see them sticking with with Jackson this entire season or Broya even when he comes back. So I think they'll make a move. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if Spurs um, bought another forward, or a forward, for that matter. Yeah, um, for, so for those audio. Are those are the big ones
1: for yeah for audio listeners ryan's kind of jumping ahead to the second question which is totally fine um but i asked any key spots teams need to fill that you're that you're looking out for um which which is totally fine um so yeah i mean i both are great questions because i think it points to fantasy value for us to be able to pick up those players if and when they come into the league um if we know what spots are rife for fantasy points right and not just the players involved there but what do you think sanji uh,
0: i mean i agree with ryan like we definitely need to fill that uh spot behind uh the lone striker uh we lost in now we lost chukwemeka it, it's definitely screaming for some creativity um but who who knows um, with with what Poch is going to do with this team? Like, I was shocked that we played the back three as well. So, I mean, even if we get an attacking player, are we even gonna start him? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I, I mean, yeah. Listen, I I would love for us to buy another ten players as we have we've been doing like every week or it seems or every <laughs> month. It seems. Um, but yeah, I'd be interested. Um. I, I don't know who who else would be really screaming for a player like I know Everton badly need a striker i i think d c l is just jinxed at this point like the man, the man can't catch a break at all ah uh, i mean
1: for that for that injury to happen, like completely unrelated to any sort of injury he's had before, and for it to be what an injury to his face, just wild um Evan in chat we all know he likes to cause some trouble but this is actually a pretty <laughs> constructive comment um Che Adams though how do you guys feel about that one
0: okay so this James this James Garner I think Ryan's muted are you muted Ryan
2: yeah so yeah I was just gonna say <laughs> is there any way to restrict Evan's participation <laughs> unless he shows his face at some point?
0: that's uh, a solid question caveat? yeah yeah so like with this with this whole um, Che Adams stuff now the news popped out about uh, James Garner possibly being recalled to Manchester United. It will be pulled his hamstring. McNeil's injured. Okay, they got a striker now. Who's going to be creating? decor injured. Yeah, eh? like <laughs> yeah. What? Where's the creativity coming from? So maybe Everton get a couple of attacking players, if anything. That's another another place to look out for. I feel like Luton also needs some sort of Premier League experience. Yes, they've only played one game week, but my God, that was a dreadful, dreadful <laughs> fixture to watch. Jeez, it was, was really
1: beautiful. bad. It's like watching
2: paint dry. I, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say like Sheffield, but Sheffield actually made a move for um for Archer. Um, which I yeah. think is a, a pretty good move. I was just about to say that I think Luton and Sheffield have basically, you know, taken this season as a free hit and um, they're happy to yeah. get on the championship and just call it a day. But uh, yeah, Sheffield actually look like they're showing some signs of life. Luton on the other hand, I think they're, um, you know, confined to their their destiny of going back down. Um, Evan claims the Garner thing is
1: is not going to happen. In yeah. fact he said he says he uses a little bit of um a little bit of uh dicey language here. He says that, that it's bullshit. Cut
2: I don't care left. for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm back in I'm back to in teacher mode, Evan. That's that's we don't say those things here.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or at least show your face if you're gonna <laughs>
1: <laughs> He said it's a parody account, which I mean is is that's good to know because Garner's yeah. honestly maybe a pickup then because if if he's gonna yeah. be the only potential creative talent there, like him and maybe Dan Juma. Yeah. Well we'll talk about him later.
2: Yeah, I don't I mean, remember Man- there being a Sitsi buyback be- clause, but
0: um it did make it did make sense. Hmm. Man City the only other club that I can think of that needs some sort of depth in their team. Um but again, that just screams rotation to me. Mm. So I don't know about nailed options that are coming through big names. I want to say Lukaku, but Ryan will definitely <laughs> not agree. So.
2: Yeah, he, he I mean, shit on that, that before I you check. Anything on him.
0: I, I feel like, it, like honestly, the way this transfer window has gone this season, it would not surprise me. Like, this window has been wild. Wild. Yep. yep. So, expect the unexpected at this point.
1: And, and not to mention... Not just the transfer window, but like the the injuries early on in the season have, and as Jeannie was bemoaning earlier today in our, in our group chat, I mean, they, they really just have been insane. Like the number of injuries and especially long-term injuries or even like season-ending injuries, it's just been insane. I don't know what to make of it.
0: Yeah. Well, why is the chat talking about Ezi, by the way? Is there some news that came out about Eze? Like, boss move or something? I, I, I didn't
1: see... Uh, Richard, Barnes said, with... brother, uh, Richard Barnes said... Ryan's brother, Richard Barnes, said... Go ahead, sorry, go ahead.
2: My cousin Dick. Um, <laughs> City's, <laughs> City's being linked with, with Eze um, and Mateus Nunes.
1: I saw the Mateus
2: Nunes, yeah,
1: rumor. Pep talking about how he's one of the best in the world or something. Like okay like just out of nowhere um but but yeah okay i mean
2: i always thought that liverpool should have gone for him i think he's a I completely big, agree. world-class talent
1: yeah and i don't i don't think at the time would have cost that much but i mean whatever. no it would have been a quick flip it's not my money mm-hmm. i don't really care <laughs> 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 that's like with chelsea right like sanji it's like it's not your fucking money. What do you care? Like, really, what do you care? It's just everybody talks about these transfer prices, and it's just like, okay. I mean, yeah, is it ruining the game? Probably, but it just is the cost of doing business now.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, I mean, if people want to say we're buying titles, so be it. I mean, you're still winning at the end of the day, so whatever.
1: I mean, we'll see if you actually win any titles, then then <laughs> you can talk about buying titles. <laughs> All right. Should we move along? Any other transfer stuff? All right, cool. There are going to be a couple of um, listener questions if we get to those later, depending on our time, uh, that deal with some of this stuff. So we can can leave it to that. All right, cool. So moving right along. Uh, We are going to delve into one of our favorite segments. Fantasy Fate.
2: Fantasy for
1: real, fantasy fake, fantasy for real. Oh. With the theme music not from none other than Andres Posada, um, just sometimes goes by uh, Voodoo or Voodoo Loco. I mean, he's, yeah, he's he's an enigma wrapped in a quandary, wrapped in a mystery. He's, yeah, it's fantastic. But um, anyway, fantasy fake, fantasy for real. These are players who are in great form. The question is whether or not it can continue. Are these players true fantasy assets or are these maybe flashes in the pan? Uh, Was this something went right in this particular week that resulted in fantasy points? Um, Is this a player's out injured and they're going to come back and then those points will dry up? These are all the things that we need to kind of talk about for these players. So let's go ahead and get into this, guys. Our first set of players... We got three of them currently on the screen. Um, We'll take them one by one. We're going to start with none other than Leon Bailey, who has been scoring fairly decently and then proceeded to immediately get injured again. Um, So the extent of that injury I think is like not super serious, but regardless, let's talk about Leon Bailey 20.5 fantasy points so far in 107 minutes. He's got a goal. He's got an assist. He's got one key pass and two successful dribbles. So how do we feel about Bailey as a rest-of-season fantasy asset? Is this fantasy, real fantasy, fake?
2: As fake as you can possibly get. (laughs) (laughs) All of of those stats were from one game at home against Everton. His first matchup lasted 45 minutes, got negative 0.5 points, um, averaged seven points per start last week um rumors were that he assaulted a supporter after the game maybe. i heard so about he, that yeah he i heard finally, about that finally performed um the <laughs> wow. super fake i would
0: get him out as as soon as possible sanji um Man, he's Jamaican. I need. I feel like I need to back him up for some reason. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I, I. think. I think he, it's fake. Like I think it's one of those situations you can sell high and be glad if you get anything for him. <clears throat> so like tonight he scored as well. Uh, in their Europa Conference. This is what Benji is saying in the chat. Yeah. Game. Yeah. So you got a goal. Hibs got a better key. than
2: Everton. It's close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How are you gonna like? Slam the mighty Hibernian. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I butchered that name, but yeah, he got a goal, a key pass, two shots on target, two successful dribbles, um, a tackle. Like, he got uh, some numbers, but um, he's not been a ghost point machine in the past. Like, you look at his previous seasons, uh, even when last season he scored over 200 fantasy points, he only averaged six points per game um and yeah. before that sure a small stint or whatever where he got 74 points he only averaged like four points per game it's not someone like i'm busting the bank for like if i can get him for zero fab then sure i know i know totty probably shows a shares a very different view to us ran um he's in chat he says but, he says that billy is yeah because
2: he got lucky to stream him against everton <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> give it a couple. I, I dare him to stick with him i dare him <laughs>
1: What, was he even on his streaming recommendations last week? This is what I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to remember.
2: No, of course not. He's It's in that league where he's so desperate that he had this start him in the <laughs> week. <forward.
1: laughs> oh, man. Um, so I got, I got a message today um, from one of our good friends, um, good friend of the show, engages with us a lot, Magnus. Um and Magnus is asking me, would you drop any of these players for Bailey? And he gives me like a basically a screenshot of his bench. So Pedro Neto, Joakim Anderson, Kerkez Milos, Andres Pereira, Joe Linton, Calvert Lewin. I told him absolutely not. No.
2: Yeah, I've yeah, I probably wouldn't roster Anderson, but that's a separate.
1: I I thought about saying that exact thing, but I was like. I looked at his fantasy points so far and he's actually been a monster and I would stick with that.
2: Just the first game, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's, he. yeah, he's, he's serviceable for sure. Yeah. Fair. But no, the answer is no.
1: Okay. I'm a no as well on Bailey, by the way, I, I rostered him last year and I just can't, I just can't do it. Um, but here's another guy that um, kind of falls into the same boat a little bit, except for minus the injury issues. Um, but I would say traditionally quite goal dependent. Um, is that changing though? So let's let's talk about Yoan Wiesa. 44.5 fantasy points in 149 minutes. Um, I believe he started both matches, right? And played basically the the majority of it. Um, two goals, one assist, two key passes, five shots on target, two dribbles. So Yoan Wiesa, we kind of shat on him a couple of weeks ago. And are we going to take that back?
2: I've been pleasantly surprised by his, his numbers. I don't. I still don't think he can keep it up rest of season, but I think he's one of those guys where it's like a ride it till the wheels fall off kind of thing. Um, seems to be doing well without uh, Tony in the lineup. So yeah, yeah, I'd stick with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, easy start to the season for sure. Um, the fixtures coming up as well uh are going to benefit any owner i think as are well are they good Chris, christopher palace at home Bournemouth at home newcastle away everton at home forest away manchester united away burnley at home oh Ooh, those are good yeah like I, I i think you're gonna be solid um he's also i think tied for the second most shots attempted in the league with the mighty odson edward so read <laughs> into that what you. i wrote. thought about putting him on here too yeah yeah Um yeah, I I think he's going to thrive. Like what was what was shocking was um Shade wasn't able to keep up with Buemo and Wissa, but when I when I last season when I went to a game with um one of our community favorites, Ollie. Uh yeah, Vissa was like up top basically with Embuemo, and I feel like they were closer to gold than Shade was. Um, sure. And they seem to just have a better chemistry. And Embuemo being talisman and everything kind of going through him. Like I feel like Vissa, yeah, he, he's just gonna reap the rewards with the time he's getting right now. So it's the same thing what Ryan said. Um, just yeah, play, play, beat, beat, like beat him out, like write him out as much as you can. Yeah. Um the thing is though, he's going to AFCON, so is a, a Mbwemo, and then Tony's coming back in. And I don't know if like I we spoke about this on the pod last night. Like if you haven't listened to that Ivan Tony uh interview um of from that podcast diary of CEO, go listen to it. This man's coming back hungry. So Vista's probably gonna lose his spot. M- maybe maybe not lose his spot, but definitely play a few minutes. Like Tony's coming back hungry. So Oh yeah. I mean, if you can get Wissa, just use him now because I don't know about his value later on in the season. So
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I, I still I mean, I still don't buy into him as a long term fantasy option, but I think like at this point, I think anybody who's rostering him has him as like a forward three. And okay, great. I mean, I'm not gonna argue with him as a forward three, right? Are you gonna stream him or are you gonna stream Mikel Antonio? Like at this point I'm taking Wissa.
0: Yeah. Easy.
1: Cool. All right, moving right along, we have Sar, none other than Sar from Tottenham, twenty-two fantasy points, eighty-nine minutes, one goal, one key pass, three shots on target, and two tackles. Are we buying into Sar?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just he's a streamer for me. Um, I think he has a potential to be a kind of cdm plus kind of guy uh seven to nine with a possibility of a random attacking return but i'm not depending on him rest of season um but yeah streamer for me yeah
1: has bournemouth this week so i mean if one of those guys maybe you feel like see him in the you see him in the in the eleven see him in the team, the announcement, then maybe you stream him if you're... But it's the second game of the week. Like, are you going to be hard up at that point?
2: Yeah, that's a tricky one. Um, depends on your roster. If you're holding injuries or punts um, and you're desperate for a mid, I think he's he's one of the better streamers out there. So, yeah, it just depends.
0: Sanji? Yeah, he's, he's basically a steady Eddie with a small ceiling. Right, what, exactly. What but cons- maybe a small floor, too. Yeah, but what concerns me is, like, he's not played 90 minutes in either of the games. Mm-hmm. The game that he smashed, Manchester United would have basically dreadful. So <laughs> I don't know if that really is a good That's measure correct. for how he's going to perform for the rest of the season. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to have the same effect versus Bournemouth, like I know Bournemouth, um, they got like on our inside track series, they got compared to like a Klopp light sort of team. They're very much rock and roll sort of um, a team where they'll try and attack as much as possible. So maybe he'll get defensive work to do versus Bournemouth, just kind of parking the bus. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm i probably going to stay clear. Um, I probably avoid, I feel like there are better options to stream um, at that point. Um, because the, the only other midfielder I'd kind of want in, in that spot, um, obviously, like, Madison is a, a no-brainer, but no one is going to be able to get him. Like, I tried with Ryan, and Ryan basically told me to F off. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, Besuma is the one that I'm eyeing, really. So I, I feel like Saru is just going to get the scraps of Besuma's points sort of thing. So
1: Yeah, pe- dude, people, people know right now about Madison. Like, it, it became quickly apparent yeah. that... I mean, this man is r- absolutely running this team, and um, I, I would say like props to several members of the draft society who, like, before the season, were very, very, very high on him um, and made it known. But yeah, I think everybody at this point now is under no, you know, like there's no, there's no confusion about Madison's role. I think everyone just knows he's going to be a stud. I mean, he might be top three. He might be top five at the at the
2: least yeah let's hope this injury isn't bad right right doesn't look like it is but you never know with him yeah that's his prologue
1: if um if people are members of the inner circle they have access to our set piece taker tracker and they can see that he once again took 100 percent of the team's set pieces this last week so <laughs> there you are um yeah and uh same with same with the aforementioned everse, which uh would definitely change were he to move to city, so that's something to keep in mind. But um anyway, back to fantasy fake fantasy for real, unless we want to dwell on Pape SAR anymore any longer. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. okay, Rico Henry, Rico Henry, our first defender of the lot. fantasy points in 180 minutes. One assist, three key passes, three dribbles, two interceptions, four clearances, one clean sheet. Rico Henry, fantasy real, fantasy fake.
2: I think he's fake. Um, Having said that, um, for the next few fixtures, I think he's (laughs) a a defensive bore, probably. Okay. Um, So, I'd I'd probably stick with him if you need a defender. Um, But I think long-term, he's just a streamer. Yeah. I just don't see how he would... I mean, it's the same system. Um, Last season, he was trash.
1: Hmm. He was. He was absolute trash last season. And I tried to stream him many times and got completely
0: burned. Sanji? Yeah, it feels like one of those situations where he's going to score you more points in a different gaming format than fan tracks. Um, Like he could genuinely surprise you on his day. He is an absolute absolute weapon um, down that. What is it? Left side. Is it left side? Yeah. I think so. Um, But again, I I don't know if it's also opponent dependent, right? Like Fulham were basically a walk in the park. Um, like they're not really offering much threat in that sense. So like is yeah. it the sense that like he didn't really have to go forward, push forward, like attack? Like because I, I think I heard in like a different pod, or was it Matcha Day or something like that? They kind of play on the counter. I think it was or Embuema was talking about it in an interview as well. So I feel like because they didn't have to play on the counter versus Fulham, maybe that's why he didn't really put up those attacking numbers. Right. So you might have to make that call, but I, I think I agree with Ryan. Like I feel like he's fake and you could probably get a better defender streaming elsewhere or have a like some a bit more dependable points in that sense, right? Like scoring eight points with a clean sheet is worrying. That's really bad. Worrying. That's bad. Yeah. But Ed like like you're saying,
1: I mean, if you're alluding to if games are more open, then he's gonna be more successful. Um Palace and Bournemouth coming up sounds pretty good because Honestly, this Palace—we we saw it with Arsenal. This Palace team has been pretty attacking, strangely um, under under old man Roy. Uh, and yeah, I mean, like defensively, I guess they're a bit compact, but the 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 field does open up quite a bit if they go behind. Um, so, and Bournemouth, I mean, speaks for itself
0: with under uh, the Areola. Yeah, it's a it's a I don't know. Co- Coin flip. Like if you're if you're like extremely hard pressed, okay, you had to choose between Nathan Collins and Rico Henry. Who would you go with, Ryan? Oh. Um
2: neither if I could help it. Um, come on, don't sit on the fence. If I needed if I needed upside, I'd go with with Henry. Um if I needed a steady eddy, I'd I'd go with Collins. All right.
1: What about okay? So this week you have to go with uh, let's see, Killman or rico henry
2: killman i like okay. the wolves matchup better
1: yeah yeah mm. so there's yeah. an example you you said collins and it got me thinking about uh about wolves everton so <laughs> that's why i wanted to bring that's all him. that's
2: all i'm thinking about this yeah
1: week. <laughs> you and about only about a couple other people <laughs> um okay semenyo the name on everybody's lips Somebody in the chat literally just said he looked like Alan St. Maximum Regen. Like, I, I don't know about that, Prosh, but, um, but he's, he's looked good, let's be honest. 23 and a half fantasy points, 89 minutes, one goal, one assist, two shots on target, one key pass, one accurate cross, and four successful dribbles. So, Antoine Semenyo looks to be the starting winger, one of the starting wingers for Bournemouth, but that could change at any time. Lord knows they have about 16 of them there. Um, so is he fantasy, real fantasy, fake? Are you going to uh, pick him up?
2: I think he's real for now. I think he's real for now um as you mentioned there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen but with dango out i think that's his main competition on that right wing um we were talking about them in our private chat yesterday so i did a little bit more digging um and i liked i liked what i saw i saw the um rewatched the liverpool bournemouth game and he looked really really dangerous his points were were good um has spurs at home coming up uh the forward Uh, pull is is pretty dire so yeah i i like semenio um i picked him up in in one league so i'm on the semenio train for now
0: sanji so prash is clearly um listening to our podcast because that's (laughs) basically the reference that i used um just isis wise he was giving me alan saint maximin vibes like the, the guy looks exciting to watch um better turn a pace, really good finish. Yeah, okay, the chance was probably a bit fortunate for for him versus Liverpool. But I feel like there's definitely a player in there, man. Um, and yeah, obviously it is worrying with the amount of options that Bournemouth has. But yeah, Ryan brings up a great point about that profile of player in terms of who he has to compete with. Um, I think it's it's a safe option for now. Again, I mean... Maybe the minutes are a bit worrying in that sense, like um 14 minutes in the first game, then 75 minutes in the second game. And it could also be a situation where managers are slowly easing their players into the season because we're seeing a lot of injuries as well. We don't want to, you know, overburden these players. Mm-hmm. But yeah, honestly, he was definitely a, an asset that I was eyeing up as well. It's just that I had too many forwards, so I didn't want to just stash him for the sake of stashing him. Um, So yeah, I think he's real for now. Agreed. Okay, so what happens when Dango comes back?
1: Th- and I'll say I'll, I'll add Tavernier to that as well.
2: I think I think Tap will be more on the left or or maybe in the hole. But um, when Dango comes back, I mean, if Semenyo keeps playing the way he is, I think it he'll have to you know have a dip before he uh, gets swapped out for for dango i think dango will have to fight for fight for that spot unless unless semino is just a flash in the pan in which case yeah dango walks back in
1: yeah i, I think you're right on that one actually um i, I posed the question in, in a way that to sound you know controversial but i actually completely agree with you i think dango you know we saw him bench last season i know a different coach but at the same time um he he has his his ups and downs he has his he has matches where he looks really good and then he just disappears for certain matches too. So I I think we've yet to see really the role for players, you know, like Dango and Clivert and name any other uh, attacking asset that Bournemouth has like 14 of now um, in this system. So I think it's still early days, but I, I like him. Yeah. Agreed. So he's real for you guys. Hogan yep. is asking. He's real. He's real for now. All right, nice. I like it, um, Hogan. It might be one of those ride it till the wheels fall off type of things again. Um, like like we were saying earlier with uh, Wisa, kind of one of those. Yeah, take him take him into good matchups. Um, maybe bench him in the ones that aren't so good, or drop him because he's sort of a streamer level at this point. So yeah. All right, Mateus Cunha. 22 fantasy points, 166 minutes, two shots on target, four key passes, eight successful dribbles, two interceptions. Ryan, I know this team is close to your heart. How do you feel about Cunha?
2: Man, he's pleasantly surprising me. Um, It's it's tough because obviously all of the... Hard work and analysis that I put in this summer um, analyzing Wolves was solely predicated <laughs> upon uh, Lopetegui and his system, and that's just gone completely yeah. <laughs> out the window. So this is all fresh uh, data. Uh, so, yeah, based on that, I didn't have much hopes for for Cunha, but, um, yeah, he looks revived under O'Neal, um, passing the eye test and scoring well. And I think... I think he's real, um, which is wild because, yeah, like I said, I wasn't really planning on going after him, um, but everything's been turned around. So we'll see if he keeps it up. But um, I really wanted to see how Cunha and the rest of the Los Lobos were going to react after putting Man United to the sword. And a few of them actually, you know, continued um, to ghost uh, against Brighton and, Cunha was Cunha was one of them, so yeah, I'd say for now he's real.
1: I like it, Sanji.
0: Um, well, I own Cunha in our league run. I grabbed him for five fab. Uh, I saw the nine point five ghosts, and I was very intrigued. Yes. Um, (laughs) and then the twelve point five ghosts with the ninety minutes. Listen, I I love I love minutes, especially now where we get like half an hour of extra time mm-hmm. that's just creams points to me uh especially if forwards are chasing games we're always seeing goals at the last minutes of games these days as well um he was one of the picks you in know inside track series as well he was doing bits during preseason and i know you got to take that with a grain of salt but he was taking penalties and i love when my asset has penalties right um yeah. for example yeah, yeah we saw a lot of people starting to question the likes of Watkins versus Douglas Luiz in terms of penalty taking, etc. And Douglas Luiz took a pen in their qualifier game tonight as well. So, yeah, I mean, Kunia, real, I I love it. Like, um, My only concern is that how long is Gary O'Neal going to last? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the first manager that gets sacked. I don't know. Um, Listen, he did a great job with Bournemouth last season. But I feel like that's because he was at Bournemouth and, and whatnot. And I don't know if this job might be too big for him. Who knows? I mean, time will tell. But yeah, I think Cunha, real, I, I grab him everywhere you can, honestly. No, 100%. You know, I, 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 could, you know. Yeah, I cannot agree with you guys more. Um, and I
1: will say, like, I hope to God nobody is um, de- making their determination on uh, a manager's value based upon a game versus United and a game versus Brighton. Like and, and and against United, I mean, as Ryan has sort of alluded to, they bossed. Like United were lucky as hell to get something from that match. Um, and and I honestly think they've looked really good. E- even even in a game where they sort of got walloped, I, I think that they there's signs of life there. And when we look at upcoming schedules, um, Why should you add Cunha right now? Because they play Everton, Palace, sure, Liverpool, but Liverpool are wide open at the back, let's be honest. Um, Luton, City, okay, fine. Villa, and then Bournemouth is in there as well. If you want to even go even further, then there's Sheffield as two games after that. So, I mean, it's, yeah. Again, it's early days. I'm excited about uh, his potential.
2: I was going to say, I I completely disagree about the... um analysis on O'Neill. I think they've been they've been great they gave up some some bad goals versus Brighton but there were parts of that game where they bossed it Uh, I think I mean I don't want to go just to xg but it just shows that you know they created a lot of good chances and you know surprise surprise they just don't have anybody to to put them away but yeah they've they've looked really good against United and I think the scoreline against Brighton was a bit um deceiving so I think he's I think he's gonna do a good job. He just needs to get somebody to finish off these chances. Um yeah. and he's not gonna get any signings. So I I mean I think they've realized that they're gonna have to stick with him. Um so we'll see. If they sell Nunes, then they'll have to reinvest at least some of it. Um seeing a lot of uh Josh Brownhill to uh to Wolves. So Ooh. hoping hoping that actually happens because I'm stashing him in a couple leagues. Um so, but I don't want Nunez to leave obviously, but if he does then hopefully it's brown hill on top of keeping Nunez but we'll see yeah
1: yeah 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 I mean some of those goals might come from um from uh, one shaggy haired uh young Portuguese that uh, that we may talk about later in the pod so i'm uh I'm excited about him as well uh all right let's let's move along so. Back to it. Final ones for today. We can hopefully talk more about uh, several fantasy, fake fantasy for real players as the weeks progress. Uh, But the final, final ones for today, we got three more Jefferson Lerma, 20 fantasy points, 180 minutes. And I will say one thing, Sanji, you mentioned minutes, obviously being a good thing. Okay. (laughs) Clearly. Um, But what I will say is this, when Fantrax tells you 180 minutes, they're not taking into account any of that stoppage time. It might have been 12 minutes of stoppage time, right? So if you see 90 minutes on a player, what you need to kind of like, I guess, uh, digest about that is the fact that that player likely went the entire match, like 90 plus. And Sanji's talking about more opportunity, more Um, goals that could come in that stoppage time so that's kind of what one of the things you need to keep in mind when you see 180 minutes like that is literally every single minute um okay three key passes four takeaways three interceptions five clearances 13 aerials one successful dribble i mean the stats are all over the board surely that means that there's ghost point potential there and surely that means that he's fantasy real right guys
2: um no no it doesn't joe and i know i know that was a long wind up to uh to get me to say that you know what i was getting at but i did i did but um he'll be he'll be a decent streamer um look those are those are good points um his Colleague Ducore um, conned us into to thinking that he was going to put up ten to twelve points every game for a stretch last season as well. So I think <laughs> he's just going through <laughs> one of those one of those little patches. Um, but yeah, in a pinch, him and Ducore still, um, you know, are emergency break glass kind of options. So neither fake nor real, just is streamer what he is. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's fair.
0: Saji? yeah, a bit uh, another steady Eddie. Um, I think if if you compare him to the likes of like Papisar, I think I'd prefer Lerma over Sar in that sense of like a streaming option. I think he'll just tick along with points sort of thing if you just need someone, um, badly to to start on on your day. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely with the stream. Um, I mean his. Well, opposition that he faced so far com- completely ca- contrasting. Right, so one of the easiest mm-hmm. one. This is one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, um, best team obviously being Sheffield, right, Ryan? Of course. Um, <laughs> 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 um, no, but I think definitely uh, he he's a he's an option to consider um, uh, if you, you need to to fill your roster. Yeah.
1: Would you rather? Because these are all guys you could get now, for the most part. Would you rather? pick him up and sort of keep him as your as you mentioned Ryan in case of emergency break glass would you rather have him or Thomas Partey Uh,
2: Partey because he was getting into some dangerous positions and he has that added bonus that he could pop up for a weird attacking return Um, I think they'll have probably similar Types of uh, floors, so I'd rather do Partey for that added uh, bonus. What
1: about him or Jeffrey Schlupp?
2: Same team, same thing for Schlupp. He's got a better chance of of getting an attacking return, although he ruined me. <laughs>
0: mostly Tomiyasu but Jesus, yeah, he yeah, didn't, he did. That, that's just that's just bad luck, man. You you can't you can't predict that stuff. Like, what can you do? I know I just I'm having a really hard time getting over it but yeah. it's okay. anyways yeah. we'll drink we'll drink when you reach. Partey um, was
1: was the one that did me in <laughs> but also Tomiyasu was, was actually the real reason but um, Saji what do you think about those two?
0: Uh, No I, I completely agree with Ryan I mean this is going to sound like a very simple stupid obvious uh, opinion but I mean Partey plays for a team that will score more goals than Crystal Palace will like he's he has a screamer in him on his day um, he'll probably get a cheeky assist here and there when Arsenal absolutely thrash a team. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I, pre- I agree with Ryan. I think he has a better probability at, at um, scoring an attack and return. And same thing with Schlopp. Like, Schlopp uh, is a, sometimes every now and then, he's like a bit of a big game player. Like, he'll just probably <laughs> pop up with, like, a screamer. Like, yeah. this guy won the Prem with Leicester, right? He did. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. What, what What more convincing do you need than that? Like... <laughs> No, yeah. but it's the same Same reasons as Ryan. Like he's uh he's taken all the good good logical reasons. Um so I'm just here with the Bants. Um Yeah. yeah. But I agree. Agree on both picks. Better ones than uh, Lerma.
1: What about Lerma or the next player on the list, Gustavo Hammer MC Hammer Time.
0: <laughs> Ooh, possible pod name. Love that. Thanks, uh... <laughs> you do love a pun oh listen um, I, if they gave awards for pun pod names sign me up you
1: would be up there you really would some of them are pretty cringy though to be honest dude but like i every time i see one even if it's cringy i i just only have love for you because i'm like oh
0: <laughs> he's doing yeah, his best ryan, ryan did share his opinion once i think it was last season we had one that absolutely reached it was terrible but i mean no talking about talking about hammer though um I think this is a bit of a fake one. Like, I'm a little upset with him because I was a Norwood owner last game week. Yep, and same. shame on me for streaming Norwood. I, I agree. Should, I don't know why I started two Sheffield United assets and still managed to get a win. Uh, sure dumb luck. Um, But I thought, yeah, Norwood would take all the set pieces. Like, he had all the corners before Hammer's debut, but then Hammer came and he just touched every single set piece. And then, yeah. okay, he scored the goal, but then... points after you've had all those set pieces. I'm like, "Mm, I'm good. I pass.
1: So, yeah, and that's exactly why I bring him up as the the next comparison to Jefferson Lerma. So, um, Gustavo Hammer, and then we'll hear from Ryan. 13.5 fantasy points, 90 minutes, so he played that entire match. Remember, he wasn't around for the first game week, um, or fit or whatever, ready to go. Um, But goal, key pass, one shot on target. Yellow card, so take that into account, I suppose. Interceptions, two of them, and then one successful dribble. Um, so, as far as Hamer is concerned, I, I agree with you completely. I think Norwood is done and dusted. Uh, that's Hamer took all of his value completely. Um, but the question is whether Hamer himself has any value.
2: I don't. I don't think he is. Uh, yeah, I was. In, I forget who I was talking about this um, on Twitter, but. Yeah, I, I don't think he's worth rostering. 13 and a half points with a goal. Yeah, I know he got a yellow, but still, um, for somebody who's on sets and in one of their few favorable matchups for the next month, um, that's just it's not good. Um, so, yeah, I don't think he's worth rostering. Okay, cool. There
1: it is. Final one, Emerson. We're not talking about Royale. We're talking about the one from West Ham. fantasy points. Buckle up because I'm going to have to go through these stats, and there are a lot of them uh, for this particular man. 180 minutes, which means 180 plus. No clean sheets. That's going to be important to keep in mind when we're talking about said 23.25 fantasy points. One assist, three key passes, four tackles four interceptions, five clearances, two block shots, three aerials, and two yellow cards. How do you guys feel about Emerson rest of season?
2: I'm not convinced. Um, I I don't care for West Ham defenders. I never have. They're never going to get a clean sheet. Um, I think... I mean, yeah, those are, those are decent numbers. So if you streamed him, then yeah, fair play. But yeah. I just don't think he's a reliable uh, option. So I think he's uh, fake unless unless they have a good, a good matchup at home.
1: Uh, would you consider Brighton and Hove Albion away a good matchup? Uh, no. Okay, <laughs> that's their next one. But then they do have Luton followed by uh, a little-known team called Manchester City, uh, and then Liverpool, Sheffield, Newcastle, Villa, until they get to Everton, Brentford, Nottingham Forest. So it
0: eh, it's, yeah, it's touch and go. Yeah, it's touch and go. Sanji. So I am going to disagree with Ryan. Hey, I you love that. real. Um, the real. The only thing that would put me off about him is David Moyes. Because I feel like David Moyes, every time he finds a good player, he just doesn't want to play him anymore. So I'm hoping this is not the case. I hope Emerson keeps that spot. Um, but okay. Again, you know, you take preseason form with with a grain of salt or whatever. Um, one goal, three assists. Um, I test. He definitely passes it for me. I own him in our league. grind again. Dropped a cheeky five Faber on him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so I also play like different format games and whatnot. So I am always looking at data for other formats. You know, from other content creators and stuff of like that. So if you look at touches in the final third uh, defenders in the first two game weeks, first is Chilwell with 86, and then second is Emerson with 58. Interesting. He's getting into good positions. Um, I mean, he's the one that w- won the penalty, right? Uh, running into the box, etc. Like, It wouldn't surprise me if he pops up with attacking returns this season. And yes, okay, Brighton are a great attacking team, but I feel like they can concede on their day as well. Um, I know versus Wolves and Ryan, I, I agree with your point. Like Wolves definitely are playing good football. There were two golden opportunities for them to score um goals versus Brighton, and it was down that left hand side, Emerson's side as well, right? So it wouldn't surprise me if Emerson pops up and surprises managers with an attacking return. Um, yeah, listen, I I believe in the guy. Um, he's a Chelsea legend. Honestly, come on. <laughs> sure,
1: sure, sure. Um okay, so oh man, this yeah, this that's an interesting one. I as as far as spending fab on him, I don't know that I would. If I can get him for free off of the waiver wire, sure. Sanji uh, could um, have
2: as well.
0: But <laughs> yeah, I overspent, but you know, okay, it's all right. all right. It's okay. So
1: Sanji, the question is are you playing him this week?
0: Um I think I am because my hand is forced. Um, in the sense that I think my defenders have tough fixtures like uh, John Egan is facing City. The thing is I was ma- I was able to stream a kanji um this week as well, like pick him up off the wave of wire, sorry. Uh so I do have like a back th- possible back three. So it's dependent upon who gets bench or whatnot. But yeah, I would consider playing Emerson, honestly, if, if I had the opportunity. I think I think he, he's as good as, like, what, a defender 3 or 4 if, if you need? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too, too scared. We're talking about the European Conference champions, guys. We've got to show <laughs> some respect. They just spanked us 3-1. Like, come on now.
1: Yeah, they, they must be a really, really good team to beat Chelsea that way, right? Like, they must <sighs> be incredible. Holy crap, because Ch- there's no way Chelsea <laughs> would lose to any team that that is not, like, absolutely top quality stellar. New
0: Luton's um, first win. Of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: let's look at Chelsea's upcoming schedule because let's talk about the teams they could lose to. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just messing with you. Um, I I agree with you. I mean, I I think I think is fantasy real to an extent, and and you even couched your response in saying that like he's a th- defender three to four. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. But if you could trade him right now for something better than that, then do it. Absolutely, do it.
0: Yeah, I'm a believer, Ryan. It's okay. We need we need to balance each other, yin and yang, right? So I'm willing to take the bullet for you, buddy.
2: <laughs> that's fair. Thanks. It's quite the sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> better better your team than mine.
1: Prash is reminding me how Liverpool did uh, versus Chelsea. That's and that's that's fair. I mean, I like I said, we our our defenses basically rice paper like i don't know what you want to what you want to say about that (laughs) um all right let's go ahead and uh and move it right along boys so we are here to talk game week three game week three streamers so we're going to recommend to you some players what maybe one week plays with with a high upside um the interesting thing about streamers is that all of us sort of interpret this in a little bit different way um So it's going to be, I'm going to be curious to hear whether you guys think these are just plug and play guys. Um, These are sort of lottery ticket long shots. If you know, whatever it is, like what's your ethos when you actually think about your streamers. Um, But with all that being said, let's go ahead and dive in. So Sanji, you are up
0: first. Tell us about your game week through streamers. Oh man, I can't believe I actually am (laughs) suggesting this, this player. But uh, yes, uh, Tony gloves Martial. Um, <laughs> Tony gloves. No, like he he what? He came on for a couple of minutes against uh, Spurs. He got two points. What was it? A key pass. I mean, would it surprise... Like, United have to try something different, man. Like, yeah. not injured now. Um, I don't know. I've, I'm hearing murmurs about Ericsson maybe not being fit. Is McTominay going to get a start? Why is... Why is uh, Garnacho, or how Genie likes to call him, Garbacho, whatever, why is, he, <laughs> why is he playing? He's not been looking good. Like, Anthony could easily get a bench as well. I wouldn't say he's, like, been doing anything special. So... I mean, also, like, I I do this thing where, where I look at um, history of fixtures as well um, to see if you know players have a, a knack for scoring against these teams. Uh, last three fix, last three times, I think United played Nottingham Forest. Uh, Marshall and Rashford scored two goals in three appearances. So I'm I'm obviously this is like a very very far reach, right? Um, there's a chance that okay, he might not start, he might not even get a, a appearance off the bench, but on the gamble that United really, really need to win this fixture. It's at home. Like, I think it's worth a shot in the dark. Like, and a lot of managers must be struggling for forwards as well. Right. If you weren't quick in your waiver window as well. Definitely. Um, Yeah. I think, I think it's just a, a one week punt. If any, I, I, I'd say, why not? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, forwards are already super thin and we knew this going into the draft and some people like, like Toddy, who is in the chat. um, He can comment on this, but he, he waited and his team, I think he only has IU right now, like mm. as his only fit striker. And so, so really. I think there's some managers who are who are up a creek right now in terms of uh, strikers
0: and the thing is listen i i'm not here to give you like obvious picks as well like if you want that go listen to a different podcast um <laughs> I, I i want i'm here to like suggest some wild takes you know have a discussion about it and sometimes these random picks can sometimes make a difference in your game week right and then you're gonna be the one talking about it oh i wish we listened to the draft society stream uh, you know like just have have some fun with it man like
2: that's fair see. enough. All right. I, yeah. I yeah. What, what else wait got? to hear about Lyle Foster? That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen. I, I, went for all, I, went for, I went for all the picks that no one would suggest. Okay. I, to thought
1: I did that, but then you, yeah, then you, I mean, you got into the document li- like after I did, but I, I thought I went uh, shot in the dark and then you, you definitely,
0: you got uh, a couple in here.
1: Anyway, we talked Emerson to death. Yeah. Tell us about Lyle Foster.
0: Um, so, Lyle Foster was a shout on our Inside Track series. Um, I, I think I'm just going based off of what we were advised. Um, I know, like, listen, Burnley only played uh, one fixture, was it? And it was against the treble champions as well. But, yeah, I feel like, Lyle is going to get minutes. And, I mean, let's not forget, like, Burnley broke a couple of records in their way to a championship title as well, like... I think um, we have we. I think genuinely we could be surprised with some assets that people are overlooking this season. And I, I'm just gonna say, you know, I'm gonna suggest maybe Lyle could be one of them. Who are they playing? Aston Villa. Aston Villa just played. Correct. Yep. As well. I'm going to play on the fact of maybe there's a bit of fatigue in the team because they rolled out a first eleven as well, right? They did. Um, and it's the start of the season, not. Every team is going to be in like top gear um of the season as yet. So I just feel like if you want a a possibly nail show starter in that sense, um it's it's worth a gamble, I think. I don't know. Um two shots, uh, what did he get in his uh four points? A key pass, a tackle one, sure, two dispossessions, mm-hmm. terrible, a couple, couple clearances, two aerials. Like yep. again, it's Versus City. So mm-hmm. maybe he, maybe he doubles that with his villa, um, and you take that no, because he's like a forward three, forward four. Yeah, it. I
1: mean, it's the same play as like a schlup. Like you're gonna, you're gonna hope for your eight points or more, yeah. hopefully.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. That's I I wanted to go a bit random like that um and like the thing is I play in, in Dynasty as well so I pick up all these scraps as well um and I'm hoping for gold as well and who knows maybe I could get a cheeky dollar for him Ryan
1: <laughs> I love this which, comment from which... pubs from pubs with Ab Lyle Foster is the streamer that the rest of the streamers pick up in their leagues. <laughs>
2: That's pretty good. <laughs> That's really good.
0: All right. Final one from you, Sanji. I mean, we, we talked about Semenyu as well. Same with same with Emerson, right? Um, I think it's just, just to reiterate, ITAS was good. Um, yeah, okay. Spurs kept a clean sheet versus Manchester United, but they probably should not have. Rashford missed a big chance. Uh, Fernandez missed an even bigger chance. I think that Spurs team can concede goals um and I'm backing the home team in this fixture as well uh so I think maybe Semenyo could be another good uh punt in that sense um and I think we were all on board in about talking about him being a real asset as well so yeah i think I think it's a good streaming option so
1: I like it all right Ryan, you ready to roll. Let's do this. We're gonna skip Toddy's right. because um because he's he's out with his old lady having a few drinks, which is fantastic. Good for you, brother. Um a day night is always solid. Keep that love alive, sure. keep that spark going. But um I guess we could we could look at his picks from last week and and critique that. No, it's okay. We'll go ahead and move on. All <laughs> right, Ryan, game week three streamers.
2: Uh Pablo Sarabia started game week one versus man united looked good um did not start game week two against brighton at home but came off the bench dropped 14 and a half points in yeah a brief cameo with Nunez uh, suspended and you know o'neill probably wanting to shake it up a bit i think he goes for sarabia and of course they have a good matchup against everton something's got to give somebody has to get a point at least out of this game. So yeah, why not? Why not wolves? Why not? So
1: I love this pick. If you hadn't, if you hadn't been first to the document, I was taking this one, um, 9% rostered. I mean, it, what there's no, there's nothing to lose here. He's against Everton. Just, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, relatively early fixture. If he, um, if he doesn't start, you know, you still have a lot of, a lot of different options. Um, but yeah, I think he's, one of the more high upside plays uh, on your waiver wire. I picked him up in, in all my leagues, thankfully. Um, James Garner versus Wolves, same type of scenario. Uh, like I said, somebody's got to win this damn thing or draw. Um, <laughs> or draw. With uh, <laughs> with a a Wobie out Garner, and, of course, uh, McNeil out Garner should have um, all the sets um, if they... Actually get a decent forward. Um, he might be able to get some some points off of these set pieces. But uh yeah, in terms of midfield options, I think I don't like him as much as I'd like Sarabia if he starts, but I think he's he's a good uh, seven to eight pointer with the option of potentially getting a, an assist or something, in which case you get 15-16, So I yeah, like him as a as another streamer. Um Gabriel Magalash, some weird shit going on in the first two weeks where he's been benched. Um, but um, Tomiyasu out and um, Zinchenko, uh, looks like he's fit. He at least came on for the last 15 20 minutes. I think Zinchenko, after a week of training, will will start, in which case he kind of um links up really well with with Gabriel Magalash. So I think Gabriel Magalash comes right back into the side. Great matchup at home versus Fulham. Um he actually scored in the same uh, fixture last season. Uh, I was thankfully there. It was a lovable moment. Um, <laughs> so I like I like him to uh, to start this weekend. Um, and then Ivan Perisic, decent matchup against Bournemouth. Um, if Madison is indeed injured and out. Um, I think there's a decent chance that Perisic slides into the starting eleven. Uh, he's looked actually really good in his yeah. cameos, um, picking up really good points in very brief cameos. I think he got six and four and like 15 minute cameos. So yeah, if six, he actually six gets six the start, and
1: 14, yeah. six and 14 and four and 19 minutes. Yeah, that's um, fantastic. And that's Brentford and United. And I mean, this is tasty this week if he if he can get there in there versus Bournemouth.
2: Yeah, man, it's the uh, second uh, fixture of the game week. So again, like Sarabia, if, if he doesn't start, then you can you can drop him. Uh, um, if you don't wake up and he plays off the bench, then you know, get six points from 14 minutes. So it's not the worst. Uh, so yeah, there's your lot.
1: Yeah, Benji brings up a great point. I
2: mean, like a lot of these, not a lot, some
1: of these streamers that we bring up are going to be guys that if you are in like a really, really competitive, difficult league, not all these guys are going to be available. Um, hopefully, one to two of them are. You know,
2: three of the four should be.
1: Yeah, I mean, should be right. Like Perisic is forty-eight percent right now, but um, but like I mentioned, like your Sarabia's are literally nine percent rostered. Um, so some of these will be available, uh, and if if not, then Sanji's will be available. <laughs> um, at least some of them definitely will be. Uh, but um, if not that, then I have gone a different route with mine. Um, unless, unless Sanji, do you want to do you want to like say I, I, about Ryan? Yeah, go ahead,
0: go ahead. I do want to touch on one thing. Actually, I, I want to do. Uh, I want to back up that that James Garner pick. I really do like that pick, and it's something we touched on uh, the pod last night as well. Um, like FBRF is one of those websites where I think a lot of us kind of spend some time. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> It was shocking to me that um, Ryan mentioned to me, um, boy Ryan, that uh, Arsenal and Everton are the two teams that are tied for the most corner kicks for the season on 16. Um, and if you look at the corner kick takers from Everton, it will be six, James Garner five, Ashley Young four, Dan Juma one. So with be out, then that ups... Garner's value is my logic behind it so um, yeah I, I think he's been one of those steady eddies and I think it, I'm just waiting for Garner to kind of kick off his season and I feel like this is like the perfect opportunity for him to do so
1: yeah I like that nice um, Greg is saying in the chat Greg this is why you tune into a live stream man this is exactly why you tune into a live stream because I see you And I'm going to go ahead and just back us up real quick so that you can see Sanji's picks because we don't normally do stuff like this, but since we live stream now, Greg is asking, he, he missed Sanji's picks. Can somebody write them here? Well, you got them on the screen right now. Martial, Emerson, Lyle Foster, and Semeno versus Tottenham. All right, here we go. Mine. So I took a little bit of a different tact on this one, guys. So I went with the players. So... Let me, I guess, let me preface this with, if you have our fantasy toolkit, you can sort it by players who are likely to start and players who aren't likely to start. Now, when you sort it by players who aren't likely to start, um, you're going to see players with really, really high projected points. And those are the players that if they start, you've just stumbled onto gold that game week right? And so this is sort of where I'm looking at is okay, are there players that have an outside shot of starting and I'm talking realistically, right? I'm not talking about like your man or Solomon because I don't think he's ready to come into the team yet, but like other players who have an outside shot of starting and let's go ahead and if you have an extra roster spot, these are not necessarily streamers that you are sure are going to start, but if you have an extra roster spot why not pick them up and when when Lineups come out, if they're not in there, drop them. No big deal. But if they are, um, these are players that could score really well for you. So, Sanji, I've been seeing some chatter on, uh, I'm never going to call it X, I'm just never going to, on Twitter, um, about Ian Matson. There are Chelsea fans who want to see him
0: debut. Is there any chance? I would love... <laughs> for him to, to get some time, I'm shocked um, that he didn't uh, get some more minutes. I think in the first few games of the season, he was lights out preseason. I feel like you can put him anywhere on the pitch and he would do a job. Um, it's like we found our new ASPI in that sense, right? I feel like 11 Ian Matsons can win the league. You never yeah. really know. Um, but uh, there are also murmurs, I think, that he could leave on loan before the transfer window um it wouldn't surprise me so i don't know if maybe that's why like he's not being played but i feel like that's silly like obviously you want to play your assets maintain a particular value but maybe they're kind of writing off the preseason form as, as like that's good enough you know yeah. if you know yeah, what you yeah. can do sort of thing but I love that shout. Honestly, um, if he starts, uh this <laughs> is Luton of all teams, lights out, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna absolutely love that. Yeah. and
1: this this is my point. Like, my the guys I'm suggesting right now are not going to be players that necessarily are like nailed at all to start. But if they do, you're gonna be really glad you picked them up ahead of time. It's like last year, the one game week when Undav went off um i picked him up because i had just a random slot in my roster that i could just drop some i don't know shitty streamer and i was like why not because if undov goes if undov starts he's gonna kill it and that's how i feel about a lot of these players today so john duran i don't know how to actually say his first name is it just john J- john john whatever john J- okay jd Great. right yeah. jd can i
2: ask sorry can i ask real quick about going back to the Matson? uh um, yeah, yeah. I assumed that this was going to be a a Mudrick game, but I saw that he wasn't in sh- in training. Was, yeah. what's going on with
0: him? Is he injured? Possibly, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not not sure what to to make of that. I feel like that that might be a lineup call. Um, yeah, it's 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 a worrying one. Sorry, I'm just curious. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I I saw it and uh, I'm just kind of waiting on the presser at this point. Because, I mean, it's with any of these rumors, right? Um, Like, you see one account tweet something contentious and the way um, Twitter is these days, everything spreads like wildfire. You get a few clicks, a few retweets and all of a sudden it's it's hot news. Um, So I say wait on the presser, see if you can get any clues I think from Poch um, and then act accordingly. Um, But as 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 much as it pains me to say, I think I might have to agree with Prash and say that you're probably going to see Connor in in an attacking role. I hope it's not a back three. That's all I can pray. So
1: against Luton, oh lord. I mean, I don't know. Then your wing backs are going to be really involved. It'd be nice because I still have uh, Malagusto from last week and he did jack shit, so it'd be really <laughs> nice to see him do anything this week. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, want to keep an eye on Mattson. That might be, that might be the, the reachiest of any of these players that I'm, that I'm suggesting here. Um, but Yonderon is, uh, one that Ryan and I've talked about. We call him just, we just call him Duran Duran because why would you not? Um, versus Burnley, if he gets a run out, I mean, come on, you got, you got to, you got to start him. you got to stream him, especially if you're hard up at forward. Um, that's. that's-
2: you get it? Sorry, I got a lone mosquito in my house. And it's <laughs> killing me. Yep. Like that Breaking yep. Bad episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Classic. All right. So, yeah. If you uh, if you want to start Duran, you certainly... Not start. If you want to uh, roster him or pick him up, if you have an empty spot, that would be one to look at. Uh, Arnott Danjuma has been dropped in a lot of leagues. And given... The state of Everton, I think he might be close to starting. Uh, so, something to think about. Uh, and then, obviously, we talked about Wolves being a good matchup. Also, vice versa, Everton being a good matchup. Hence why I bring up Fabio Silva, the floppy-haired Portuguese. I think he's due at this point. I don't know why we see Huang continually getting minutes. I know he scores the odd goal here and there, but every single one of his goals feels like a fluke. I'm just every single one. Um, but anyway, I just I like Fabio Silva. I think he's earned it at this point, and I think he's he's ready. Ryan,
2: I think I think he might be one that could come out for for Sarabia. Um, I think. O'Neill might want to just have him as an option off the bench, as kind of a spark plug substitution. But um, yeah, I I think he looked good um, in both of his cameos the last two weeks. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised for, for
0: him to start. But yeah,
2: we'll see. Toddie is. Worry...
0: Go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna ask you. Not worried about the minutes. For
1: what, you mean like him, like him coming off early. Yeah. He oh, of course.
0: Minute as well. That's, that, that was a little concerning to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, if he's starting against Everton and I am in need of a forward, I'm gonna start it. Because I just think like the, the is there to ghost, the opportunity is there to potentially score a goal or assist. Um, I just think it's yeah, it's too good to pass up. Um and then if anything does happen with any of these guys currently on the screen, um you now have them on your on your team and you can sit on them and see if it develops into something more. Um so yeah, that was kind of my take on this cuz I knew that um Ryan was going to go kind of more practical like plug and play this week. And uh, I thought Toddy was going to be here but um he's just apparently fucked off and uh is now just in the chat and and giving us shit about Wolves players that uh that he doesn't think are good, which yeah, which is he's, which is ridiculous.
2: He's still Really uh, salty about losing the same bet three years in a row. So <laughs> one of these days. One of these days.
0: Yeah. So a name popped up in the chat that uh I think maybe we can kind of touch on. Uh and I mean it was good timing because Ryan talked about, you know, what if Mudrick misses out? Uh mm. Nani Madweke. You think he's with with a stash right now? I
1: he would be in that same list that I just showed on the screen. I just my question is like what's his What's his um, roster percentage right now?
0: Has to be low. No way. Oh, 60. It's just, still at yeah.
2: 60. I was going to say, he's wow. taken yeah. and I think, all my leagues. Wow. Yeah. I think people that drafted
0: him are sticking with him. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if there was a chance you could get him, um, he's with a, with a punt for sure, I think. Well, he he's
1: sort of like one of the players that I think fall into... I, I have a little PSA on the bottom of this slide where I, I basically said, like, look, if you have wiggle room in your roster right now, there have been a lot of players that, who have, that have just been completely dropped because people are impatient um, or they, you know, need players who are starting or who aren't injured. Um, there are players that you need to go and, and pick up with great rest of season potential. And there's another shout out for the toolkit they're going to tell you who those, it's going to tell you who those players are. It's going to give you a rest of season roster value for a lot of those players. And if they're available in your league, um, it's going to give you sort of a little nudge to go ahead and, and pick those players up. So yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to go into all of them at the moment, but just like, yeah, I mean, players uh, just think of any players who currently are injured. People are fed up with, but they might be back in like a month. If you have the roster flexibility, um, now it 's the time to capitalize on that because you can build out an incredibly strong roster right here early in the season, and then you just be patient and come game week you know ten, twelve, fifteen. Um, you're just bossing every week because you have just
2: super strong players. Can I add a corollary to that because i've seen sure. in some in some of my leagues um, some guys who are taking that. Matt- to the extreme in which case like all of their bench are these like middling kind of punts like the CHOs. Uh um, Okay. Yeah. Mixed, yeah. mixed in with mixed in with some good ones. I just don't think um, your roster can handle more than a, a one or two. Um, so if, if all of your bench are kind of like Hail Mary's that aren't starting right now, that could get you points right now and you're suffering uh, because of it, then I think it might be time to kind of, adjust accordingly but um yeah otherwise i like a couple a couple ponds i have a few of my own that i'm happy to cut bait on uh if they don't pan out but yeah it can it can get to be too much
1: yeah no that's a solid point like like are you really going to roster balagan cho you know like dango like Kaku. all these type of guys yeah 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 right so no i to- yeah totally agree with you um you need to pick your one or two that you're going to like invest in and, and then hold, because if you don't, someone else is going to pick them up and you're going to rue the day eventually. Like maybe it's like a, maybe it's a Tavernier, maybe it's a Jacob Murphy, maybe it's any of these type of players where, um, yeah, if you have them for a week or two and then you just get sick of it, you're going to be pretty pissed when somebody else picks them up and, and later in the season they're bossing. But, um, Yeah. That's just that's just my take, my little PSA at the end of it. Um, okay. Anything else on streamers, guys? We got just a couple of minutes. I want to hit on some uh, questions that the community posed to us on Twitter. So, first of all, from Frog Taga, if you've got inciso or Joao Pedro, how desperate should you be to trade out or in their counterpart?
2: I've been dealing with this for weeks now. Um, I have Nciso in two leagues, um, and I've been trying to... I tried to draft both of them um, because I knew that this was going to be a, a timeshare. Um, of course, you're disappointed game week one when when Pedro starts, um, but then Nciso gets start game week two and then DeSerby said he was the best player on the pitch. You're thinking, oh okay, so the, the leverage is in my corner now and and talks with the Pedro owner. And then these injury rumors pop up and yeah you're back to square one. So um I was able to trade in Pedro um in one of my leagues this morning. Um I spent in Ketia plus forty ish fab um I'm it's not bad very, i like that yeah i'm happy with that yeah uh, i'll take i'll take the short term hit in terms of eddie dropping mm-hmm. 30 against fulham um <laughs> but uh yeah just peace of mind but yeah otherwise we just have to wait to see what the inciso injury news are at this point because i think um pedro owners are going to be reticent uh given the injury um uncertainty so you're just going to have to wait for that but yeah i've in general, if both of them healthy, I still want to have the cuff. It, it'll be worth it because that, as we've seen from the first two weeks, that position in Brighton is is really um, really valuable. So, thank you, Toddy. I Appreciate that.
1: Yeah, Toddie says good trade in the chat. Um, M. Andrews also says he he would probably wait on Nciso's injury news. Um, which, which is a great point. I mean, of course, you're not dropping him or anything, um, and you're not trading him away for pennies. But you know, if we get the injury news, like uh, some of the what is it Paraguayan media is uh, saying that it's an ACL or that it's um, that it's a think, meniscus, yeah. then then of course, then you're you can only trade him for pennies. So it's a take it or leave it kind of thing at the moment. Um, I haven't seen so I'm holding. It, like, I'm not happy about it, but whatever. <laughs>
0: What do you think, Sanji? Uh and CISO. Wait, can you repeat the question? And CISO again? and
1: Pedro. What, what are what are you doing if you uh if you roster either of them? Are you rushing out to get the counterpart or are you trying to trade the part that you have?
0: Hmm. What well, what was this uh like this uh, N'Ciso injury is a bit worrying? This rumor, or whatever the yeah. Pedro benching game week two is a bit worrying because deserve came out and was like he needs to improve or something about like his pressing game or something like that. Um, I didn't see that.
2: Yeah, I said he wasn't tracking back.
0: Yeah, so that, that's a bit concerning. And he is their club record signing as well, so I thought he would have been nailed or whatever like that. But I think I'd be I'd I'd want to get as many Brighton assets as possible. Like they are playing some of the Europe's best football at the moment. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do in Europe. Um yeah. Again, my, my, yeah. my only concern is what happens when their European competition starts. I still think they're gonna prioritize that competition. Like it's their first time ever in Europe. It's going they're just gonna try and do as as best as possible, right? Um, so I just worry about how they're like, for example, like let's say you know, uh, you own March, right, Ryan, in our league, and he is a top three fan yeah, asset at the moment. Um, but are you not concerned about the workload that he's going to have with Europe added. He had that hamstring injury towards the end of last season. Is there any real rotation for that spot? Like I feel like he's nailed at the moment, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, barring injury or fatigue, it's his his spot. I mean, I had kind of inciso for that, plus the added bonus of when he gets a start, but no mm. <laughs> inciso might be injured. Um, mm-hmm. what can you do? But yeah, I mean I'm concerned, but I'm not Doing really anything about it, I'm I'm fine with you know missing a few games because March has mm. been the top scorer uh, for the first two yeah, game yeah. weeks and yeah I mean we'll see once that happens kind of what the the B team is and who is the first off the bench um, yeah I mean I would have said and um Adingra at some point but I don't I mm. still don't think he's he's really the next in the pecking order so yeah we'll see I'm just happy at this point i mean i yeah. think i think
1: i think when that european um competition starts and like you're saying sanji they're going to throw everything they have at it, it which means starters i think that's when we talked about those guys you know that i i mentioned on my streamers that are the pickup and just kind of hope they start that's when you really target your born notes. that's when you really target target your adingro's
0: yeah, I I love the look of Adingra. I I think he could be potentially be um our Mitoma this season from Brighton. Um, I don't know if he's gonna be like the blowout hidden gem for the season. Um, but there's definitely a goal scorer in there. You love to see that. And I mean, does there be after the one for one, he was like, "Yeah, we can still improve." I'm like, "Bro, what we're trying to hit double <laughs> digits every game?" Like it's such a pet thing to say. Everything coming out of that <laughs> that club is just is positive vibes um mm-hmm. yeah i mean definitely if you, if you can get some brighton assets right now um try to try to do so um and if you're getting rid like try and get <laughs> close to what you'd say eight seventy 70 to 80 fab at least for some of the assets
1: yeah i mean oh i mean yeah at this point i'm, I'm not taking fab anymore like i'm <laughs> i'm i'm needing a play i need a player from you yeah because so, transfer window is basically closed at this point. I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not super jazzed on any of like the new guys coming in, maybe kudos aside, but like, yeah, I just, I, if I have a Brighton player currently, I'm feeling like their potential when they start. And this is what toddie has been saying the whole time. And now I I'm with you, Toddie. I completely agree. Their potential when they start is so high that you can't just trade them out for, you know, for just cause you're frustrated with them not starting one week. Cool. All right. Um, so this comes from at Heath one, three, one. This is a quick one. Rest of season, Brooks, Giles, or
2: hammer. I got to I got to say Giles. Same. Um, he's, Seems to be the only, I mean, let's see on Friday. Uh, I think that'll be actually a good test. Um, but seems to be the only one that's nailed on. Uh, I mean, I thought Brooks was until he got benched over the weekend. So that's out. Um, I Like I said, I don't really like Hammer. I mean, I like MC Hammer, the artist. Sure. Who doesn't? Not <laughs> of course. Not, not Gus Fring. Um, but yeah, I think Giles.
1: I mean, I just think because of the players that, he's mentioning here it's obviously Giles like Brooks is underwhelmed thus far and we, we just talked about Hammer you know rewind if you're, if you're confused about that but I just think this is cl- clearly Giles like he's, he's maybe in a small tier above these guys for me
0: but, but who do you think has the highest ceiling of the three though Giles Maybe because Brooks uh, I see what you're saying. I, yeah.
1: we talked about the crowded attack at Bournemouth.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh,
2: I Brooks just got yeah. cooking. I think he'd have the biggest ceiling because, yeah, I mean, Giles is great because he's got the built in uh set pieces, but nobody's yeah. going to score off of them. Um, okay, so there's that's a, the thing <laughs> a, a ceiling there. Same with with Hummer. Um, but yeah. Brooks, there are actually players that could turn them into assists, but again, yeah. Brooks hasn't been nailed on, and yeah, we'll see when everybody's healthy. But yeah, Giles for now, yeah, Giles, now Giles. yeah, Giles taking yeah, shout out to Genie for that. I mean, yeah, yeah gotta, Genie gotta, was giving him credit for that.
1: That's another Genie call that was spot on. Giles currently taking 88% of the set pieces. With only a 24% reliance on set pieces for his fantasy points.
2: And if I'm not mistaken, Chelsea fell victim to a few set
0: pieces. First few. We weeks. fall victim to everything these <laughs> days, Ren. I don't understand why you're trying to attack us. Like, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to provide a game week preview, is what I'm trying to do. Let's, it wouldn't surprise me if they score against us at all. At all, at all, at all. Like yeah, yeah. and be the ones to score the first goal in the match. Like you never know what to expect from us these days. <laughs> Honestly, yeah.
1: Benji brings up a good point that um, in the chat that that Dowdy will be pressing Giles for play time, and there might actually be some rotation that takes place there. So I, yeah, I'm I would be a little bit concerned about that. Um, but you got Giles for next to nothing at this point. Um, so if you see, just be be cognizant and if you see Doughty starting then just pick him up as well um, but I wouldn't drop Giles I, I, I he's, he's a hold for me
0: yeah in our Inside Track series uh, the fan rep um, uh, he knows a lot about the club uh, he's done like BBC documentaries for uh, Luton Town etc um, and his shout was actually Doughty to start the season because yeah, felt that um, because Doughty's more familiar with their style of play etc um, that's why he assumed that he would get the nod. And listen, um, Luton's first game, again, I go back to how atrocious they were. Um, and yeah, okay. Uh, what is it? Giles puts up Fantrax points, but um, the manager of Luton, who lost his voice... Um, did anyone see that, by the way? That was really funny. <laughs> no. um, yeah, go go back and watch the <laughs> match of the day uh, highlights. Absolutely lost his voice. Love to see that. Um, but uh, it, listen, that manager doesn't play Fantrax. He doesn't care about Giles's fan tracks output and if doughty offers the balance or experience etc to uh, a stable backline or a stable way of playing football i mean don't be surprised if doughty is back in the team so
1: yeah yeah that's that's fair um all right let's see i have let's do one more and then we're going to close it down for this week um so adam murphy chelsea blues 24x that's his at on Twitter. Follow him. He's a good dude. Um, Arsenal's big four all performed over XG last season. Nottingham and Crystal Palace should have been huge hauls. Red card aside, is it too soon to worry?
2: Yeah. Right. I, <laughs> I think it is. I think- we all waited for you to take this one, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's way too soon to worry. Um I was worried a bit about Odegaard um because his he way performed overperformed his XG. I think it was mm-hmm. fifteen goals from from nine. Um so kind of a tiny shift in role and just yeah, unsustainability of his of his numbers last year. So I was worried about him. But yeah, I think everybody's gonna be fine. I mean, let's let's price in the fact that that Jesus is injured. Um Obviously, the red card didn't help last game. Um, you hope for a bit more. They 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 provided a lot of good chances in that first game, um, but yeah, Eddie wasn't putting them away. So I think this team uh, is going to be a lot different when Jesus comes back and when Kai is, you know, adjusting further to his role. Um, timber injury really hurt the build up, uh, so that was bad. So yeah, a couple different. Um, you know, setbacks the first two games. But yeah, they're they're going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, you get Sinchenko back in. Et, let,
1: let's be honest. Eddie should have Ryan probably buried one, maybe two of those last match. I mean, at least one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chip
2: was, was definitely killer. Um, yeah. Martinelli should have buried that... Man, it would have saved us all, that Kai uh, through ball. Ugh. He was wide open and then dribbled <laughs> until he, you know... His shot got blocked, but um, yeah, it's it's still way too early, um, but yeah, Eddie should have finished some of those.
0: Ryan, uh, talk to me about this penalty business, man. Why, why is Arteta not know who's taking penalties? <laughs> I mean,
2: Saka was clearly the taker last season, um, missed the key one against West Ham, uh, and then he missed one or two in preseason. Um, so there was always a possibility of that happening and they didn't say anything about it. Um And yeah, as you, as you saw the post game interviews made it sound like it was just kind of a spur of the moment type of thing. Um And it, yeah, obviously ruined my game week. Um But yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's going to stay. I always <laughs> thought that, that Odegaard should be on more set pieces. I think his, his corners are a lot better than Saka's and, for now, his his penalties are, are better, so um I always called for it, but um Arteta was pretty stubborn about it until until it, I needed it to sink my game week, and now he's all for it. So
0: there you go. So it's game state, you'd say. Like right. um let's say you were leading two three nil, then you assume maybe Saka takes it. because of that high pressure situation. It's still nil nil. You need that win. You need to maintain that momentum into the early part of the season.
2: Uh, I mean, I, I think at this point, it's probably his, uh, his to lose. So I, I'm assuming Odegaard from, from here on out, um, just, based on, just based on this precedent. But yeah, who knows?
0: Cool, cool,
2: cool, cool. Sanji,
1: right now, this is not a question I got, but this is just a question I have. Um, right now, you have to bet your mortgage that you may or may not actually have in real life. Um, you're still you're still young. Uh, thank, thank <laughs> you. You. <laughs> have, you have to bet your mortgage on whether or not Chelsea go in for another attacker. This
0: transfer window. I'm gonna say we do because of what Pot said recently and because of how screwed we are in terms of injuries. Um yeah, I'm gonna say we do. I don't know if it's gonna be a big name it might be a bit of a sleeper because I'm genuinely not seeing any like massive names being linked with us. Um... And as much as I want to say we, you know, have spent enough money, I feel like there's always some cash underneath the bed with um, Bully. So, yeah, I see Ben's shouts of of Armando. Um, Yeah, I I would love for him to to get a run out, to be honest. But again, with with injuries popping up here and there, he's just came back from a serious one as well. I don't know if it's too much to, to depend on him, and I really don't want Gallagher to be my starting number 10 yes. for the season. I like, know. <laughs> li- listen, he had one great season with Crystal Palace, and then everyone's like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. Like, you don't watch the guy play. Like, I'm gonna get gray hair watching this guy play this season, if that's <laughs> the case. Like,
1: um, I was amazed he got time with the England team because of that season. I mean,
0: he was good, but like, Really? I, I don't know he's he, listen he has the work ethic that's the thing for sure he's gonna run around like a madman but it's what he does after he runs around like a madman like it he doesn't make like the incisive pass or you know have the incisive moments in the box etc that being said like watch him easily bang a goal get an assist versus luton and then people <laughs> are gonna be like oh you're an absolute shit sanji you have no yeah, idea yeah. what you're talking <laughs> about um no, but I, I would hope that we no because I I, I generally thought like I, even I was a bit doubtful about having this uh, Jackson and Cucko duo, and I don't think they played um with each other much in preseason as well. So I would love for us to have like you know a a, a fluid number ten in our system um instead of Enzo being up there uh, as well. Um yeah, so let let's see. I mean, what when does the window close? September first, fourth?
1: Isn't it first? It's first, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's like a, just over a week away.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it was it, the first of the month, yeah. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it probably happens right before game week four or something like that. I think that's where the four came in my head. Um, yeah, yeah, and again, Ben is shouting um, Maduike as well. Like, there they are options, right? Um, it was a bit sad to see uh, Cassidy go to Leicester. Um, I think he's an amazing um, future talent. But again, with us... You never know. Um, we get our loan army going, and half of these guys <laughs> don't even end up having a career at Chelsea. So yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see.
1: Here's looking at you, Kennedy.
0: Huh. <laughs> or uh, Baba Rahman. <laughs> Baba <laughs> Rahman is the classic example. Yeah, yeah,
1: classic example. All
2: right, He's let's. A let... Portuguese kid. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember that guy's name. It'll it'll come to me afterwards. He was on the team for like 20 years. <laughs> you'll, have it, you'll have to put Who's it you have to put it in the comments
0: below this video De Santo? no he's argentinian right so.
2: no i'll think of it <laughs>
1: um all right let's let's let these folks get to bed i know some of them are still tuning in from other far-flung parts of the world um including his own yeah, yeah yeah there it is
2: spent a decade <laughs> spent a decade at chelsea <laughs> yeah loan loan to seven clubs in six different countries poor bastard oh that's actually hilarious that the,
1: and benji was saying it was typing it as you were saying it great minds think alike benji i love it all right sanji thanks for so thanks so much for coming on man again um Good if pleasure. people don't if people don't already subscribe to banta boys they need to um do you want to hit them
0: with um the the actual like tag for to how to get at you uh it's at Banta b uh so b-a-n-t-a-h uh b yeah i mean you find us on twitter like it's very easy um we're either retweeting stuff in the community or posting absolute um shithousery <laughs> trash memes or something like that i cannot believe by the way the uh the draft lad uh picture that we put out got so many likes as well <laughs> like Sometimes Twitter just loves shit versus quality. Uh, yeah. and it, it amazes me. <laughs> it amazes me. But yeah, um, I mean, I mean, we're all over social medias. We started to put our stuff out on YouTube. We're hoping to do video stuff on Instagram. We have our own Discord server as well. Every now and then we'll pop into like the Fantrax draft um, channel as well. But... Yeah, I mean, if, if you can't find us, message um, TDS boys. and yep. they'll point you in the right direction. So or just
1: TDS in general, uh, Draft Society. Just hit us up on the actual account for Draft Society. We'll we'll send you in the right direction. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, Ryan, safe travels, my friend. I again, I'm so you. utterly jealous, but have an absolute blast. Thanks, man. Yeah, we'll have to
2: have to have you over next time. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. Um, if I have to take off school, I mean, in. At some point in the coming years, I will have enough uh, like personal time built up where I could just like leave and just.
2: Yeah. Sorry, kids.
1: Tell a sub to watch my class. <laughs> um, it's worth it to be with you a lot, but that's that's fine. Um, all right. Anyway, all right, uh, listeners, and most importantly, uh, live stream viewers. We're getting more and more every week, and this has been uh, honestly like just humbling. It's it's been such a cool experience. Um, just thank you all. Thank you all so much, and we want to just keep. Uh, expanding the reach, especially of the live stream. I would love to get more and more people on here. I think it'd be so much fun uh, just to have more people every week joining us. So spread the word, uh, get more people on here. But otherwise, if you're listening on the podcast and everything, thank you for all your support. Uh, Really do appreciate it. Community, we love you guys so much. If you've listened this far, you know that you're the best. If you have any questions, hit us up on um, DMs, hit us up on Twitter. We'll get your questions answered. Um, And in the meantime, best of luck on your waiver wire pickups, best of luck on your matchups. Hope everything goes swimmingly. Talk to everyone soon. KPC out. Cheers.